From Reductress, I'm Sarah Papalardo. And I'm Madison Dillard. This is the Reductress Minute. On this week's episode, we'll be talking about how to pass off your IBS bathroom trips as a cool Coke habit, how to journal without trying to convince your journal that you're cool, and why am I not getting these jobs, asks woman who regularly posts about cum on social media. Oh, is that, is that bad? What? Posting about cum on socials? Yeah. I mean, yeah, If I think so. Like, if you're looking for a job. Oh, okay. Wait, you do that? I mean, sort of. Like, I talk about sex and stuff on my Twitter sometimes, but, like, that's kind of, oh, that's, I like, mean, normal. Yeah, that's probably fine. Okay, good. Because my handle is also cumguzzler97. Oh, Oh, uh, that maybe isn't... Oh, also, my pin tweet is, um, funny how I graduated magna cum laude, but no man can ever make me come louder than Robert Pattinson in the lighthouse. Is that bad? Uh, yeah, um, but I'm sure your resume and cover letter are still totally great. Oh, thanks, yeah, I'm pretty proud of mine. Uh, okay, literally the first thing you list in recent employment is guzzling cum from 2019 to now? Yeah, and it's a dead-end job. Sorry for trying to make a career change. <sighs> no, you're right. It's our fault for not looking at your resume before we hired you. Anyway, at the end of the episode, we'll also hear a reading of I Lived It, The Girl I Babysit Drew Me Fucking Ugly, read by Grace Perry. So, Madison, do you know what you're going to be for Halloween? Um, one night I'm going to be a vampire, then another night I'm going to be, um, a vampire slayer. That's amazing. Yeah. Does it involve two different outfits? It does. Okay. How about you, though? Are you dressing up? Um, I'm getting married, so I'm, I'm going to oh be... Oh my god, right. Yeah, so I'm just going to, like, be a, a groom, but I did just find out that, um, the Friday before my wedding, there's, like, a big, like pride halloween party uh, outside where we're having drinks so my entire family will be like abutting this party filled with shirtless men and they'll all be like oh they must be in the wedding you know just like 50 guys in squid game jock straps and i'll just be like yes this is a jock strap mandatory wedding i love that sarah do you want to tell us what's trending on reductress this week you betcha here's what's trending on reductress this week How to grow your bangs out so much you escape the surveillance state. Uh, Next time, next time you think that your friend is just going through something when she gets bangs, think again. She's probably a part of QAnon. (laughs) Yes, QAnon. I lived it. I recorded myself singing just to check. Have you been there? We always gotta check. Okay. I mean, like, you sing, right? You checked. I've checked checked a couple times. Yeah. Always the same result, though. Not really. Not great. Oh, I know. I bet you're great. But maybe we should check later just to make sure. Right. 22-year-old worries life is passing her by. Um, I am 22. What's that like? I don't know if it's like, I don't feel like life's passing me by, but I feel like I am kind of running out of options. (laughs) Like, the walls are closing in. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. It's Yeah. Study finds that women in olden times fainted more because they thought it was a funny bit. I mean, they didn't have like iPhones or anything, no. so like this makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like the kind of like the original meme. It's just like, "Oh, I fainted." True. Oops. Hilarious. She fainted. Yep. I love it. 
And that's the news. So one thing about working here at Reductress is that we get a lot of people telling us about their struggles with IBS. And we're not sure why. Yeah, we have no idea why. But in order to serve our audience, we wanted to share some advice about how to deal with this super common issue that you all seem to be going through. Not me, though. I definitely, I don't have IBS at all. Exactly. That's why we encourage all of our listeners to pass off their frequent IBS bathroom trips as a cool coke habit instead. Yes, this will literally change your life. Not mine, though, because I don't like uncontrollably shit three times a day or anything like that. So first off, you really need to sell the fact that you are definitely going to the bathroom specifically to do cocaine and not shit. Like you need to already seem way too excited to go to the bathroom like way too excited and that way they'll all think that you have a coke problem right off the bat exactly i also like to bring a little powdery substance with me into the bathroom to like you know dust on my upper lip and clothes i actually i usually opt for powdered sugar right and i usually opt for cocaine of course so i think the biggest problem with it though is that people always ask you for some of your coke you know Uh, But when this happens to me, I just say, you know, it's really bad coke, which makes my whole situation actually pretty pathetic. And it always does the trick. Oh, wow. That's a great idea. (laughs) Way better than admitting you're going to shit everywhere. Anyway, all my friends and family members are really worried about me. (laughs) Yeah, same. (laughs) So uh, we're going to take a quick break to uh, do some blow. So obviously we've been spending a lot more time in our homes lately, and lots of people have been doing some home renovations to spruce up their surroundings. Yeah, renovations are super fun. I recently redid my bedroom, and to get some feedback from someone really close to me, we brought on my own sleep paralysis demon, who's going to share some thoughts on the redesign. Hey, Dan. Hey, guys. Good to see you again, Sarah. That's really great to see you, too. So you mentioned last night while I was paralyzed with fear in my bed that you had some notes on my recent bedroom reno. I did, yeah. So I always love to hear thoughts on interior design. What do you think? Yeah, so I appreciate the desire for change, but while I was crouching on your chest last night, I was sort of like, okay, I don't love this new placement of the bed. Yeah? Honestly, it feels like a waste of space. See? Oh, he's got a point there. Jesus, you took photos? Yeah, I took photos. I have an Android. The camera's as good as an iPhone. It's better, actually. Yeah, of course you would have an Android. So, you can see here, the shelf placement doesn't really make sense with the framed artwork. It's actually really chaotic. Oh my god, I want to scream right now, but I literally can't. And the recessed lighting everywhere, really? I'm literally afraid of seeing you in the dark. What's with the sign that just says love over your bed? Okay, you know what? You're a sleep paralysis demon. You're mm-hmm. not the authority on interior design. Okay, well, I actually do have a new show on HGTV. God, are you serious? Yeah, I sneak into people's homes overnight and I redesign their bedrooms. That's that's a terrible surprise. It's not a surprise. They get to watch it all from their bed, frozen in a half-awake state. Wow, that sounds like a horror movie, not an HGTV show. Okay, well, I think the real horror movie here is this bowl full of twine. What did you loot a home goods? <laughs> Madison, come on, you're with me on this, right? You know what? Maybe it's time to wrap this up because this is not helpful That's to anyone on this podcast. Totally fine. I've got a busy schedule. Thanks. That was really stressful. I can't wait to check out his show. Oh my god. What? You think he's hot? I don't do you? think he's hot. I you don't? 
Madison, I actually think that your bedroom decor is perfect. Oh my god, thank you. Wow. Uh, wow. So really, are you guys gonna like fuck? Like what? <laughs> oh, this is bullshit. Sarah. <laughs> Someone's jealous. Obviously. Tonight, if you could just sleep on the couch or something, that. Do you mind? I'm retiring. <laughs> That's it. I retire. Um, wow. We're going to take a quick break where I'm going to go cry myself to sleep alone. How have you been processing this year, Madison? I have actually been doing a lot of journaling. Oh, that's amazing. So what does your journal think about it? Uh, I don't know what you... Um, you know, like it, it knows a lot about you now. So does it think you're cool or just like kind of a normie? Uh, honestly, I've never asked. Oh, well, fortunately, none of that matters because you're writing for you and not to impress some dumb journal, <laughs> even though that's obviously what it wants you to do. You're right. And honestly, it's super hard to be myself and be honest without being like, hey, journal, I'm in a group text with someone who went viral for eating 200 eggs on TikTok. Mm, it is hard. Um, so everyone out there, uh, we have a few tips on how to journal without trying to convince your journal that you're cool, even though it's definitely wondering. It, it really is. So the first one is to convince your journal that you were cool once, but it got tiring and now you're laying low. This one makes a lot of sense because a cool person would do this. You know, they wouldn't be trying that hard. They would just be like, you know, let's just be chill. Let's just like relax together for right. a second. Right. I mean, yeah, there's nothing cooler than reminding people that you were cool once and now you're just kind of over it. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, only like a loser would try to be like, oh, I'm cool. So exactly. Yeah, I think your journal will totally buy that one. Um, also, remember that your journal is pretty mediocre itself, right? So true. It's literally a bunch of papers stapled together. Like, yeah, like what did you do? Buy it on Amazon for eight ninety nine? Exactly. And, and like, a if you got a moleskin, you're trying too hard anyway, and that's pretty stupid too. Yeah, if you bought a moleskin, just throw it out and start over. Yeah, you're already the, your journal is laughing at you. <laughs> yeah, pinnacle of mediocrity. You can also just be honest. Your journal will think that's actually pretty cute. Yeah, so like your life's a little boring, big deal. Everyone's a little boring now and then. Um, but just like, just tell your journal and then it'll be like, aw, she's, she's trying. Yeah, it's endearing. Yeah. You don't want your journal to be like intimidated by you. Exactly. You want to make your journal say, aw. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and finally, just accept your role as the boring loser in this relationship with your journal. Just accept it. Mm -hmm. You're a loser. And that's really it. So good luck being honest and open while journaling. Yay. So next up, we have a reading from Grace Perry called I Lived It. The girl I babysit drew me fucking ugly. I lived it. The girl I babysit drew me fucking ugly. I've been babysitting Lainey for two years now. And in that time, I've watched her grow in size and confidence. I've taken her to playdates, prepared her meals, and patiently answered her every question about the world around her. Never in that time have I done anything to wrong her. Or so I thought. That perception changed the day this cruel five-year-old drew me ugly as fucking hell. It seemed like a day as full of hope and promise as any other when I went to pick Lainey up from her preschool last Thursday. But as she filed out of her classroom, 
I glimpsed the crayon drawing clenched in her grubby fist and knew something was awry. On the eight by 10 inch disaster was an adorable depiction of Lainey, holding hands with what appeared to be a sickly ogress. I was about to ask her if she'd been learning about Francis Bacon when I saw the arrow, clearly labeling the monster as me. In total discordance with my bone structure, she had drawn my head as a massive circle, then topped it off with outrageously thin hair and seriously fucked up eyes. I'm not exaggerating when I say I had to excuse myself and step into the restroom when I laid my eyes upon that monstrosity. Splashing my face with cold water wasn't enough. I had to run the faucet over my head for a full four minutes before I could even see straight. If Lainey has always secretly harbored the opinion that I'm a hideous bitch, then I wish she would have at least had the integrity to tell me up front. When I demanded that she explain what was meant by this drawing, she said, I drew us together, and we're holding hands because I love you. What the fuck does that shit mean, you dumb bitch? You think I'm your ugly friend you pose with in pictures to make yourself feel better? Look, maybe I've been using too many Snapchat filters and lost sight of what's real. But last time I checked, I don't have weird pink cheeks and literally no lips. Also, she drew me in an A-line dress. When the fuck have you seen me in an A-line, Lainey? Never. That's when. So shut the fuck up, babe. Needless to say, the whole ordeal shook me to my core, and I am no longer babysitting this traitor to women. I only hope that others will learn from my mistakes. Never get too close to a child, because they might just draw you fucking ugly. Bye, bitch. So thank you to Damien for this piece and Grace for reading. Grace Perry is a reductress contributor and author of the book, The 2000s Made Me Gay. Thanks for spending a minute with us. If you have another minute, visit us at reductress.com for more incredible content, including I'm not a plant mom, I'm a plant evil stepmother, I lived it, someone thought my regular clothes were a Halloween costume, <laughs> and ally, this man died. Thank you to our amazing reader, Grace Perry, and all of our writers, and of course, to the inspiring Dan, played by Damien. Huge day for Damien. Bye, babies. <laughs> <laughs>